What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mo, back with another episode of Up in Flames. I got two special guests in the building, two that you guys always see when you watch my shows. I got my guy, Jeff. First off, the podfather, my guy, Jeff, from Jeff Needs Sports, the other VP of the Off the Ball Network in the building. Jeff, what's going on, bro? Oh, no, it's a great night, man. I'm glad to be on here, and I think this is a great subject. And I think we got a lot of energy tonight. We already did our warm-up lap that we talked about, and I'm, I'm excited for the show. Yeah, I definitely can't wait. Uh, this is something I, I, I definitely wanted to put together. I think it's more of a fun conversation. And then speaking of, I got another man from the round table, the director of basic player operations. If this mm. was an NFL franchise, like he'd be the director of playing player operations, the GM. Basically, he would be Stephen Jones and none other than Stephen Gillespie from Breaking the Game. Stephen, what's going on, bro? Uh, man, what a lovely introduction. I'm flattered. I'm honored. It's always a privilege just to be linked up with y'all too. And I'm ready to talk, you know, my favorite thing outside of family, man, and that's NBA basketball. Yeah, 100%. So before we get the show started, I have to announce some breaking news and it's coming straight from Manscaped. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada as of May 6th. This new trimmer was just released, like I said, on May 6th, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Keyword, worldwide shipping with the code up in flames at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance, the craftsmanship, and details on the 4.0 are next level. Their advanced ceramic blade and skin-safe technology is so good that it almost seems as if Manscaped worked with Elon Musk engineers to ensure your testes are as safe as possible. What makes this trimmer different than all other trimmers? A new multi-function on and off switch can engage a travel lock created for people who like to travel. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud. The optimized lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof so you can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess on the bathroom floor. Did I mention wireless charging? The Lawnmower 4.0's new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction which can help battery length last longer. If you're still trimming your face with your ball trimmer, it's time to make some changes. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code UPINFLAMES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com and use promo code UPINFLAMES. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So, mm. with that being said, also... A quick shameless plug, if you don't want to use Up in Flames because you don't love me, but you love my guy, Steven, use code BTG. That's BTG, short for Breaking the Game, who also will let you know that Steven and Austin from the Breaking the Game podcast sent you there to get your jewels nice and clean. So if you don't want to use Up in Flames, you want to support my guy, Steven and Austin, go use code BTG. Now, with that being said, let's get into 
you know, the, the great topics of tonight. Obviously, shout out to the dads. You guys are interested. Up in Flames or BTG, make sure you use those codes. But let, let's get into the topic tonight. So, Stephen and Austin and the way they break the game down kind of inspired me to have this, this subject because we hear from them every Thursday and Sunday night live, and we get to hear Monday and Friday on Nothing But Net Channel on Dash Radio, and they break the game down so well. So instead of trying to compete with breaking the game on breaking the game down, I felt like let me come with a different subject, and it's legacies. We talk about guys' legacies, and I think personally this season has a lot on certain players' legacies. Obviously, the GOAT conversation gets brought up every year, and it's obviously LeBron versus Jordan. That's what gets talked about. And I think some of the great things that other guys have done gets cast in the shadows. And I also think that guys kind of get some passes because the focus becomes so much on LeBron that you give passes to other guys and what they do. So, Stephen, what are your thoughts on guys' legacies before we dive in? So legacies are kind of a funny, fickle thing. You know, we did our pregame warm-up before the show, and, you know, we already talked on a number of points, but just to kind of bring some of them to light, Jeff, you mentioned this earlier, man. Like, some people come in as the heir apparent. You know, you get guys like Luca, who is a overseas phenom and comes over and doesn't get drafted where he probably should have due to crazy reasons, right? But, you know, there was that expectation that he was going to come over and be the new hotness. Zion Williamson was like one of the most popular people in the world before he even went to Duke, right? So he had a large following coming in. But then you get guys who come in, kind of fly under the radar, like we we talked earlier, Mo, a, a Kawhi Leonard coming out of San Diego State. Doesn't really come in as an offensive threat or look at Jimmy Butler coming out of Marquette, you know, as a late first-round draft pick. Same thing. Defensive-minded player, not a big offensive repertoire, but over time, you know, they develop, they get the right coaching, they get the right developmental team surrounded around them, they get other players to help elevate their, you know, status, teach them the finer things about the game. And then next thing you know, guys like Kawhi Leonard are winning Defensive Player of the Year and Finals MVPs and doing a really good job, you know, helping multiple franchises achieve NBA championships. So it's funny, expectations have so much to do with legacies, but at the end of the day, Whenever we remove ourselves from actually watching these guys play real time, all we're going to have to look at are numbers. You know, we're going to have stats. We're going to have number of accolades. We're going to have, you know, playoff win loss records, things like that, that ultimately the generation after us are going to, that's how they're going to define these players. Yeah, 100%. Jeff, any thoughts before we dive deep into some of these players? Uh, no, no, real quick, you know, to piggyback on that, of course, you know, Steven, he know he knows what he's talking about, and I like the direction he was going with that. And that, and he finally said expectations. And we talked about this in our in our, uh, in our warm ups that uh, you know coming out of you know colleges and stuff and high school careers, like LeBron has a different set of expectations than Kawhi Leonard had, and it's not fair at all because if you you know if you if you take both their careers at two years into the league, Kawhi is actually way ahead of LeBron as far as legacy. But we never reset. It's like I, I said it earlier. We stamp these guys early, and then that's it. And you know, I, it's always the Jordan effect. Like you know, it's 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 never going to change. A guy's going to come out, and we're like, ah, that's if if you call a guy the next Jordan. I remember a guy named Harold Miner. <laughs> they uh, Miner, you know, hardly know her. Yeah, they're like uh, he's going to Miami. He, you know, he's they just they just throw out there because he looked like him and he was really athletic. Like oh, he's the next Jordan. 
That guy had to deal with that. He had nothing to do with that. He was never going to be the next Jordan, but he literally had to like, you know, live up to that. And to where like you take a guy that had a great legacy like Charles Barkley, uh, he was able. He's got this wonderful legacy. Nobody ever talks down about. It. Everybody respects it, and he never won a championship because when he came into the league, he wasn't stamped with you got to win six, you know, because Mike did it while he was in the league. So expectation – NBA is the – there's only two – NBA and quarterback in NFL are the only two things that, you know, you get stamped from the time you come into the league and it changes, you know, everything you do after that. It's 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 amazing. And so its legacy can be like when it's all said and done, you know, you look back and you're like, whoa, this dude did that. But that's just – it, it's kind of not how it works. It's 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 a weird thing. It's fun. You know, it gives guys like us a lot of content, and it's fun, but it's really, really unfair because if we're being honest, like if you just, you know, if you came down here from Mars, you would look at LeBron James' career and go, well, he's probably the best ever. Like you would just throw it out there, you know what I mean, and nobody would hate you for it, but you can't do that with a guy like LeBron. Or you might look at Wilt or – or Kareem or somebody go, oh, that must be the best player that ever played. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Or you look at, uh, let's talk about Carmelo. Like, they look at Carmelo and be like, oh, he must be one of the best basketball players we ever saw. And everybody's like, eh. It just – it doesn't make any sense. There's there's so much context and there's so much, um, you know, so many facets to it that it's not – Eras, just, positions that you played. You play, yeah. yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got a great question coming up later for you guys about that. But anyway, that's my feeling. It's, it's – I didn't answer the question because it is – it's just got so many uh, tentacles to it that it's it can't get to it. But that's I'm glad that's why I'm glad you're having the show, Mo, because it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and speaking of guys with legacies, let's talk about the triple double king. So a I quick update for you guys that are watching live. Obviously, if you're listening on the audio or watching on YouTube, it will already be set in stone whether he reaches it or not or not tonight. But with nine minutes left in the quarter, he's one rebound away from passing. Big O for the most triple doubles of all time. So let's get Amazing. straight into it. And I'm glad you said that because let's get into it. So I don't want to start the conversation and say, where do you rank Russell Westbrook as a point guard of all time? Because that starts to kill a little bit of the conversation. I think that's where people kind of, you know, Russell Westbrook is the villain of the NBA. I think he's one of them right now. Um, I don't fully understand why, but we'll get into that. So he's the triple-double king. He's going to be crowned the king whether he gets that one rebound tonight or he gets it Wednesday. It doesn't matter. He's going to lead in all-time triple-doubles. So my thing with Russell Westbrook, I'm going to start with you, Steven, is is what is Westbrook's legacy? What should it be? Because we know what it could be because he's the villain. But based on taking a step back, we're going to look at his career when it's all said and done. What should be said about Russell Westbrook, especially with him having this feat of having the most triple-doubles all time? And it looks like it'll be a lifetime. You know, none of us may be walking this earth when we see another player capable of basically passing, you know, such a such a great statistical category that Russell Westbrook is going to expect to pass tonight um, with the most triple-doubles of all time. Yeah, so what it should be and what it is going to be, obviously – one, I can't, you know, prognosticate out and see how people are going to remember him, you know, 20 years down the line, but it's probably going to be different from what it should be. And that's generally the way it plays out. And, you know, it could be one of those things that Westbrook is kind of such an artist and a lot of people don't like to equate basketball players and artists, but in a lot of ways they are, especially, you know, how beautiful the game is, 
it's like listening to jazz music you know it's free flowing there's a lot of movement it's you know broad strokes you know you can tell by some you know you know photographs or pieces of art how the artist is feeling at that particular moment and westbrook is always so aggressive right so he's got a very loud game but it's still pretty to watch because he is so involved in almost every aspect of the game whether he's the most efficient player on the floor that night or not so the way that russell westbrook should be remembered is as an artist you know he's not going to be greatly appreciated in his time right and I was actually talking with Austin about this on the show the other day that, you know, did Oscar Robins, Robertson, did people kind of trash him that same way? You know, obviously I wasn't around to listen to that or read the articles or the headlines in that time. I didn't get to live it out. But you almost wonder, you know, as a point guard back then, point guard position was not what it is now. You know, it used to always be the big man was the way that you win basketball games. If you did not have an elite big man, you were not expected to do much. Granted, Big O did have Kareem for a good part of his career. But, you know, how did Oscar Robinson get evaluated in his time? We know that we look at him now, he's a top 10 point guard ever. You know, he's he's involved in every aspect of the game, just like we see with Russell Westbrook. Now, Mo, you touched on the villain status. I think it's all I think it's kind of ramping right back up if you want to equate this to wrestling terms. He's almost a babyface now. You know, he's going from heel <laughs> to babyface. He's kind of like what Jimmy Butler was last season because Jimmy Butler, if we remember, he was this quote unquote locker room cancer everywhere he went. Then he goes to Miami. Then we all love him because he's surrounded by like minded individuals. Now we see Russell Westbrook. He left James Harden in Houston. He left OKC where it was just him doing his own thing. Now he's paired with a Bradley Bill who can give you 50 at any given night. You know, he's a walking bucket and he wants to win just as much. He's been one of these loyal guys. Although Russ, Russell has kind of bounced around the last couple seasons, he feels like a loyal type guy. So you have both of these loyal minded indivi- loyalty minded individuals working so hard just to win. And that's all they care about is winning. They're not these guys that go out and seek media for extra attention. You know, they're not super friendly to the media. They'll tell you what you want to hear, right? But ultimately, the way Russell Westbrook should be remembered is a team-minded, basketball-first individual. That's the way he should be remembered. He's a dog. He's relentless. He leaves it on the floor 100% of the time. Whether that results in the team winning or you know, crashing down in a burst of flames. You know, he's not a perfect basketball player and he shouldn't be, we shouldn't be lauding him as a perfect basketball player, but he's the epitome of heart and effort and hustle. And that translates statistically. I mean, he's averaging a triple double for the fourth time in his career. Oscar Robertson, the guy's record who he's about to break one. I love that Oscar Robertson is kind of congratulating Russell Westbrook instead of being a hating old head and saying like, <laughs> oh, you know, the way I did it was a more pure triple double. Big O is giving him his credit. But ultimately, the way that we should remember Russell Westbrook, man, not a perfect basketball player, but like a top 50, easy, easily top 50 basketball player of all time. Yeah, 100%. So, Jeff, before we move to you, we got a special guest in the building. Oh, nice. hey. We got the Prez, Chris LeBron, to end out the round table of guys that we're going to have on the show tonight. So who would have thought all four of us would have been able, the decision with the Off makers. the Ball Network having a huge legacy that we're going to leave, be able to talk about NBA players' legacy. So, Chris, what's going on, bro? 
hey, you know, I had to join the board. No, uh, uh, today is my son's birthday, so you know, I had him. You know, uh, we went Happy out birthday, Young Pros. Appreciate that. You know, I had him. He's on TV right now, actually. But the, the, if you guys watch wrestling, they have the big LED mm-hmm. boards in the back with the fans. So I let him do that. So uh, we came out uh, on the chat for a little bit with you guys. Yeah, huge, huge thing for his birthday that he gets to be able to, you know, be a fan while he gets to be in the stands without being in the stands. But that's all for a minute, too. And it's crazy how it happened on birthday. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Jeff, I'm going to move to you. Um, Obviously, Steven gave his take. I love this take about Russell Westbrook. Of course. I want to hear what you have to say about obviously the triple double king. That's what he's going to be. What do you think is. What do you think his legacy is? Like, people are going to hate him. People are going to love him. I feel like you love or hate Westbrook. I don't think – I think he's another guy that there's not much of a middle. Uh, I think you either really love him and appreciate what he's doing or you just hate him and you want to count him off and bring up the a thousand other guys that you would put ahead of him. So what do you think about Russell Westbrook? What will his legacy be when it's all said and done? Well, so first of all, I want to be the first one to announce that I'm watching the game. He officially broke the record. He's got 182. He got the rebound. It was really cool. Uh, which so I'll start with saying when I grew up, uh, the Oscar Robertson, you know, triple double season was mythical. Like we used to joke about how impossible it was, and almost, almost, um, you know, took something away from it. Like what a joke that somebody could do that because it's that hard. Because we didn't. I mean, Magic Johnson was our triple double guy, and. You know, so it was so hard. But like it was, you could not do this for a season. So that was such a joke. So then when Russ comes along and he starts doing this, I'm like, nah, he's he's not going to do it. And he did it, and he did it. So I, I I don't know where it's like. It's one of those things. If you're just a basketball fan, I don't know how you can say Russ is anything other than. I mean, I don't even think he's top fifty. I think he's way up there. Like. How can you deny that he's one of the greatest basketball players that we've ever seen? Has he been in perfect situations? No. Steven's right. Is he the perfect player? No. Has he been the perfect player on this Washington team, like once he figured it out for the last two months? Absolutely. Were him and KD the best mix? Of course not. But that's that's not either one of their faults. I mean, whatever you want to say about the outside things about that. But like what Russ did, like the year KD left, that was amazing. Um and this always bothers me, and you know, you guys know how I am about these things, how I'm touchy, you know. So <laughs> Russell Wilson – or Russell Wilson, I'm sorry. He's another. Happens all the time, bro. Russell Westbrook is is the guy that every so-called basketball, or true basketball fan or true sports fan or whatever, that's the guy that they said he wanted, right? Like what have I heard my whole life? Now, Bird's better because he did it all. He could rebound. He could assist. He could do all that. Well, this dude's averaged a triple-double. Steven, what would you say? Was this his fourth time? Or this third is his fourth season. And and the, and the he had a season, I believe, that might have been like a couple away. Like so, But then when he does it, then all of a sudden it's like, well, not. I didn't I didn't mean I didn't mean that. Like I didn't mean this guy. Like this should be this this should be everybody's favorite basketball player. Like in general. Just like this should be like this is the guy that you should tell your kids, like, look at this guy. He does it all. He does it all. He's unselfish or whatever. But when Westbrook does it with it, and it's literally just his attitude, it's the way he walks into the arena, it's his outfits. None of that makes sense to me. Like if the what what all I've heard my whole life is like, what does a guy do on the court? And this guy does it on the court, and then they're like, well, I mean, I mean, I didn't mean that guy. 
You know what I mean? And we'll talk about that with Steph a little bit later. It's the same thing. Um, and I don't hey, think Jeff, just real quick, I just want to throw in ahead. something. Nikola Jokic is getting MVP conversation for almost doing what Russell Westbrook has done three times and is doing this season. And they and, and they're and they're, and they're like absolute MVP, no doubt about it. And, and I don't even disagree with that this year. Um, no, but you're right, Stephen. It looks different. Um, you know, every time Luca has a you know triple double, it's like, and he is he's magnificent. Luca's what? Like he's in the top twenty all time triple doubles already, or some crazy stuff. Yeah, he's, I think he's eleventh or That's something insane. already. Uh, you know, LeBron does it, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just – I don't know what it is. Like, and it's it, it just goes to what I said before. Russell came in. He looks – people just don't attach themselves to him. Iverson did some of this. Like, Iverson had this backlash into where there was a whole other part of the, the world's population that loved him. And Russ is the same way. Like, I think, like, basketball fans, like, there's a whole group that, like, this this guy's awesome. You know what I mean? And but so it just all depends on how you judge it. To me, I judge him like he is absolutely I, I don't I don't put any I said this before his first triple double season, I said was I, I stand by it was as good as winning an NBA championship. I really thought that I that meant that much. Like you gotta do it for eighty two games. <laughs> like the dude was insane. And what he's done with the the, um, the Wizards this year, I almost called him the bullets. That's how old I am. I miss the bullets, <laughs> by the way. But what he's done with the Wizards this year is nothing short of magnificent. This guy is I don't know where he's at, you know, ranking all wise, but he's he I think he's top maybe twenty five, twenty. I I can't really wrap my brain around it because he's not done. Um, but uh I just I, I think it's a cultural thing once again in basketball. The backlash. I, I don't know what else you can take away from the guy other than uh, we just kind of don't like it. Yeah, I mean, so my thing is, there's two things with Russell Westbrook that I love that his attitude towards it. If it was so easy, because we see like people, what the LeBron fans and like the the illogical LeBron fans, well, he could do it if he wanted to. Well, if it was that easy, a guy as great as LeBron would have already done it. It's not that easy. You have to – you look at some of the plays, and, and Steven had shared this tweet and made something, oh, look at him stat padding. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, obviously being sarcastic. A little tongue-in-cheek there. It was yeah. one of the hardest. There. It was a hustle play. It was the yeah. fact he went for the rebound over three guys. Like he yeah, an hustled, offensive rebound over An offensive rebound over players. three players. He, it's a hustle thing, but it's like because not only did he do it once, not only did he do it twice, not only did he do it three times in a row, but he's done it now. He has done it four of the past five seasons. He makes that's it look easy, seen. and that's the problem. And, and that becomes the problem. You see guys make things look easy. That's what all the great players do. We could talk about, you know, uh, Bill Russell. He made championships look easy, obviously, you know, with how many he's got. Obviously, Jordan made winning look easy, and he made scoring look easy. And you'll take away from, well, you know, we go back to some of these older eras. Well, look who they played against. Yeah, I've been one to do that, especially when I'm losing the argument. I'm going to throw that in there because, like, I'm losing. So I'm just going to, you know, crap on the previous generations. (laughs) But, you know, it's out of spite. But you can't take away from guys' generations because it progresses. It progresses in football. It progresses in basketball. You have to accept the fact that, yes, these guys are more skilled. And, yes, you know, if you – if Kevin Durant plays, I don't know, Joe Dumars one-on-one. Kevin Durant probably wins. But 
that that doesn't matter. You know, that doesn't take away from how good Joe Dumars was in that era. Like, that doesn't make him a bum because Kevin Durant could, you know, Joe Dumars was a really good player. He wasn't great. But I was just throwing an example. That's and then I think one. and then I think they hold, I love the randomness of just Yeah, it was like Joe, Joe Dumars. Dumars. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't I don't know who to say. Gets I was like Kevin Joe Durant. Dumars. But and then you look at oh, wait, championships. It starts everybody's argument off. Yeah, and then you look at championships. That dude has ruined the NBA conversation for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I just want to put that out there. But but another thing is championships. I'm with Scooters on Joe Dumars. He's back into my good graces, by the way. After yeah, I mean, hey, you know, I think it was that a was random funny. name, but it was a solid random name. But then we look at championships, and we talk about a guy, and you, you have to knock – people like to knock people's greatness on the lack of championships. Allen Iverson doesn't have a championship, so he's not as great as – all time on certain people's list because he doesn't have a championship. Obviously, we look at, you know, Carmelo Anthony, no matter where you have him, he doesn't have a championship. There's a knock on him for that. And I think, you know, we could get Carmelo another day, but he's a guy I think he reaped the benefit or didn't reap the benefits. He kind of got hurt with coming in with LeBron and D Wade, who are guys who won championships. Obviously, Chris Boss was able to join Miami and win one, but D Wade was able to individually well, open the third year. D Wade, yeah, with that hard. draft class open. Darko one, didn't that, get a ring though. Yeah, Darko didn't get a ring. You know, <laughs> the biggest, biggest. Oh, bust no, I did. Time. No, he, he did win a ring. Right, yes, he right. did because he, he had rings in mellow. His rookie year. But got, I think like it was one minute in that series. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was insane. He was like one of the biggest. I think we of all played time. more minutes than Darko. Yeah, he's right there with like Kwame Brown and Anthony Bennett is like biggest bust of all time. Adam Morrison. Got yeah, Adam Morrison's up there too. Hey, but it's championships. Yeah, shout out, shout out to him. But it's championships, and I think we hold too much on championships for certain players. I get when you're like really good and like you're you're a great player, but like you haven't cemented enough. Uh, what do I want to say? Of all time, you haven't, you don't have something attached to your name of all time. But Russell Westbrook does. He has the most triple doubles of all time. Like he is now the all-time leader in triple doubles. He's the only player to have average a triple double four times in his career. He, he almost leads his own like corner, you know. Of yeah, but we greatness, thought, you know? you know, we kind of thought that. You know, once was like, oh my God, we never thought. You know, after Oscar Robertson did it. We never thought we'd see it again. Like, I didn't think I'd see a guy do it in my lifetime. And I would expect it would have been a guy like LeBron, the guy who's had multiple triple doubles, you know, that we'd see it consistently, not enough to average a triple double or anything. But he seemed like the next closest guy. You didn't see it from Magic John. And we know he was a 6'9". We see some of these guys with size. Russell Westbrook's doing it at, what, six foot four, An athletic monster, but he's six foot four. We're about a guy who can average 10 rebounds at 6'3", 6'4". So that's what that's what I think about Russell Westbrook. I think it's very it's getting very well, he doesn't have a championship. Championship doesn't cement all legacies. Cause if everybody could win a championship, everybody would have one. So it's like sometimes you gotta like we're not comparing Rings are to a great Jordan. way to like separate people on a similar level of greatness. It, but but yeah. and and that's and that's my thought is we're not he's not chasing to be the greatest player of all time. He's mm-hmm. not chasing Jordan. He's not trying to be better than LeBron James on the all-time list. He's not shooting for ma- being better than Magic Johnson. He's just shooting to be a great player. I so he is. I think that's how he's built. I think he'd he's, like a ring, absolutely. I'm sure built, he would love a ring. He wants to be better than Michael Jordan and LeBron James. In his mind, he's better than everyone in the league right now. So I think his mm-hmm. mindset is to be the best. And Even though he may not be the best, he's going out there thinking he is the best. 
So, but and that's what you're supposed to do when you're a great player. But like, just to like, I don't think you know him with doing the triple doubles. Like, I don't think him doing this is like I'm trying to be better, be looked at as better than Michael Jordan. Like, I he's think he playing knows his game. Yeah, he's playing his game and doing it at a great level, a great ability. And I do think maybe I mean a guy four times top 20 all time i think you know when you look at the top 20 players of all time can he not get it what what the knock is championships definitely top 30 i think uh like i said because i have him i think he's had a better career than carmelo anthony and i got carmelo anthony in my top 30. the the game the game that changed his career was that game six against golden state that they that they let go and yeah and the game has changed nba history um him and him and durant both that that game that series changed the outlook yep. on Russell Westbrook, period. It like, changed, you still it, hear it to this day. He's not able to live off of it. But before yep. we move on from Russell Westbrook, Chris, you got any last words and what you By think way, about man, Russell Chris, Westbrook? Your, your backdrop looks dope tonight, man. That's cold. It's the New York City backlight, you know. it's. Uh, I wanted to come out and enjoy the New York Oh, man, York. I'm buying stock. I'm buying stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I enjoy it. Sometimes it's New York City can be – be uh, a, be- a beautiful sight, you know, minus the sirens and uh, everything else you hear in the background. But uh, it-, it could be nice at times. What were you saying, Mo? Uh, what any final thoughts on Russell Westbrook? Like, what what is he legacy wise in-, in your eyes? I mean, obviously, you know, gonna have the most triple doubles. I mean, that's that's a great thing. You know, people are always gonna bring up with Russ. Like, is it's kind of like. And you mentioned before, like with Luca, right? When Luca has a triple double, it's like it, it's breaking everything, right? Russ yep. does it. It's kind of like, oh, we've seen it before, and it just feels like people get get tired of it, right? It's, and Stephen, we talked about this with Giannis, right? Fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. It's just fatigue. Like he's doing yeah. it, like on you know on a nightly basis. We get tired of it, right? It's just the world we live in where we get tired of seeing greatness. That's why LeBron gets so much flack. KD gets so much flack. Tom Brady gets so much. All the great players in every sport, people hate them. Even hockey, like Sidney Crosby. Everyone hates Sidney Crosby. Meanwhile, he's got what three, four championships. People hate greatness. It's yep. just that simple, right? And with Russ, people hate him because he may not be, you know, the easiest to play with. And obviously, we all know what happened with KD and him and all that. But the competitor in him is that's something everyone should love way he plays the game and then and like, and like you guys said it's not perfect right he's not really efficient anymore he can't shoot a three he's not a good three-point shooter this free throws have went down it's but he gives you 150 percent every play right so chris i want to ask you a question is russell westbrook about if if he comes into the league in 2000 you know how good is his career with that way outside of this three-point shooting you know generation that we're in now is he a better player I think because it's more appreciated during that time than it is now. Now yeah. we're, we're we're so spoiled with Steph Curry and Dame Lillard and all these guys jacking up 11 threes a game, and that's not Russ's game, right? And right. I, I think if he came out in, you know, the 90s. Errors are important, though, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, context, context, context of the body of work is important. I think the closest comparison is Steve Nash as far as like what they do and what they do on the court and Russ has dwarfed Steve Nash's career, but he's not looked at the same way because Steve came in a little early and Steve probably would have been better coming in later. Steve would have killed in this era. Steve would Steve would be more. one of the best players. Jason Kidd I think, too. I think if you flip him and Russ, when they come into it, yeah, kid's not bad. Um, I don't know. The if thing he is with Kidd, like, he took two, he took, 
until he was in his mid thirties to figure. He out took until shooting. it was more important for him to learn how to shoot threes. To and shoot he finally three. figured it out at a later date, but he figured it out. So if he, he if needed he to figured it out earlier in his career, there's no like he would be a twenty and ten guy. Instead, he was like yeah. a twelve and ten guy. Like they call the Jason Kidd triple double is like a 10, 10 and ten, right? You yeah, they called him Mason Kidd because he didn't have a J. <laughs> yeah, that's goals. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. He really could, but it shows you that if you're in the right program, right, you get with the right team, like with with Jason Kidd, he got the Dallas, and suddenly he's a he out of nowhere. He's top ten, and I think he's top ten in three pointers of all time, made all time. Like it just shows you, you just get in the right situation with the right coach who knows how to use you and utilize you, that you can you can be a better shooter, you can get better as a player, no matter how old you are. You know. So Mo, I want to ask one quick question: if if Russell Westbrook doesn't get drafted and play with KD right away and a team builds around him, does he have a championship? Is his career better, worse, or the same? It That's tough to say because I think, like, if, if he doesn't play with KD, does he become, like, this, I don't know. this triple-double king is, is my question. And I'm not saying – but you seem like he, he was having triple-doubles – when him and KD weren't playing together. That's like when it started. People realize when him and KD, I think, what, that last year when they got hurt, uh, when when they got hurt is when Russell Westbrook was taken over by himself. And we looked at both players. We looked at both players and said, oh, my God, they're so much better without each other. Like, that's where it started. And that's where he started having triple doubles. So I don't know. Maybe if he comes in that year, but I think he he had time before he really started becoming like a walk-in triple double. He had some seasoning he was able to do behind with Kevin Durant. Obviously, a couple years with James Harden. And then I think, like, it just elevated his attitude of I have to go after it. I have to go get it. I got to be great. Because everybody started doubting him. Once KD left them, it was like, oh, nobody wants to play with Russell Westbrook. He's never going to win a championship. And he may never win a championship. But like now, all of a sudden, nobody wants to play with him. KD left him. He couldn't keep KD happy. Who else is going to want to play with him? And he took that on and averaged a triple-double that season. And then he just continued. And it's pure hustle. It's health. A guy like him who's athletic as him, yes, he has had some injuries. But he overall in his career, he hasn't missed what you was too much time. Mm-hmm. He's he's been able to be healthy enough to do this well, because a guy like him doesn't last that long. You look at Derrick Rose, you know, when he's like having a resurgence of his career. And you look at another that. guy you look at to me is Dwayne Wade. We think his prime yep. was cut short. Because of his knee injuries, and obviously the last couple years of Miami, I think the first two years, I think he he was D-Wade, him and LeBron. But I think the last couple years, and obviously towards, he was riding off into the sunset. I think the rest of his career, he was like a shell of himself. He had vintage moments. But when people say you went vintage, that means like, man, we didn't think you had it no more. And you showed us, man, I still have it in the bag when I can. And that's because you see those athletic guards they, they health doesn't it, it it catches up to them once their athleticism takes a dip it, it changes their game a little bit you've seen it sure, with Derrick Rose it usually just it, it yeah it usually falls easily. flat on their face you've seen it with D Wade now he didn't fall flat on his face but obviously like I think you look it took a dip a hundred percent you look at like man if D Wade was fully healthy I know he didn't miss a, a boatload of games with that big three but like if he just didn't seem like he took a step back. That you know that last year in San Antonio, yes, we could talk about LeBron. That that could go on another day. LeBron stays. But, 
D Wade took a step back, and I think that's why LeBron left because he seemed like I love my guy Wade, but he did take a step back, and I don't know how long we could carry this on. And I'm at the all time high of I, I see what it's like to win a championship. Let me go to Cleveland and let me go win a championship and bring one home. He he felt indebted to them. He felt like he owed them. So I understand that, but I do think Russell Westbrook. I think he's reaping benefits of his situation right now. I yeah. do think, though, if he was doing this in the era, you know, in the early 2000s, it would be much appreciated. Because then you wouldn't knock him on shoot. He wouldn't shoot that many threes because it wouldn't matter. It's he might be better. Bigs. Yeah, and, and it was harder to do it with Gilbert the Gilbert Arenas, like, he'd be, he'd be in the conversation with those guys. Stephon Mulberry, Steve Francis. Those, all those guys you just mentioned, Steve, in, in that era, what they were doing, people were killing them. For the, yes. the, play, the play style, if they played now, they would be revered oh superstars. Gilbert Long. Arenas, Gilbert Steve Arenas Francis. would be one of the best players, well, and I Gil, say him I because say, of his jump shot. He'd be one of the best players in the league in his prime think, right now. Marbury was twenty and eight, and people were like, oh, but, his game is terrible. <laughs> right, but Gilbert was kind of his own worst enemy. Like he he was fine. Like he kind of ran himself out of the league. Well, then, yeah, he, he did. Work. But I, I say like he after, was appreciated yeah. for. Being yeah. great, but if he, he would be greater at this era, like oh, yeah. when you talk about There's, shooting threes, and he'd be able to shoot too. at a higher hey, rate. Modern day medicine. His Here, knees, a, like, he had that cliff where he just fell off because mm -hmm. his knees. Here's a great what if. What if Patrick Beverly doesn't take out Russell Westbrook's knee? Like what if? I mean, I think they're going to win it that year. I I still believe that. Like. It's, it's, it's really hard to say, man. It's like, always tough to say, like, like because there's a lot of – we could go down the what-ifs. Like, what if Chris said, Paul didn't hurt his hand? That's, right. like, that's another – yeah, like, there's so it many – It definitely improves hey, their chances. That's another off-the-ball network show, everybody. Yeah, we, and, and we do need to get together and do the biggest wow. what-ifs. But I feel like we gave Russell Westbrook his flowers. I think you, you see I feel here, like we did an icons. Yeah, that we, re that we respect greatness. So let's talk about another guy who, as great as he is and at, a, at an all-time high, we hear about his name right now. I still don't think, but coming into this season, I don't think his greatness was appreciated. And that's Steph Curry. We brought his name up earlier. And the reason I say that is because I, all I was hearing coming into the season, and not from you guys, just from mainstream media, that's that's what we hear. You, you, that's where you hear all the negativity. And it was like, Steph Curry has something to prove, you know, if he could, once Clay went down, it was like, well, he has to do this. He, he has to do this. We're talking about a three-time champion, a two-time NBA MVP. We're talking about a, a unanimous MVP, the only one to do it, that if he retired right now, there would still be, there still would be some people questioning that he left something on the table. I don't understand it. We're talking about the greatest shooter of all time. I get it. We're in a new era. So, you know, whether you consider him a true point guard or not, that's a whole nother conversation. Refer to Rashad Phillips position dictionary to make yourself feel better yeah, nice and actually out. understand what Steph Curry is. Because if you want to compare him to Magic Johnson, then yes, you'll probably take away from him. But either way, I think Steph Curry has nothing left to prove. I don't think he has to win another championship. I don't think he has to hit another three-pointer in his career. I don't think he has to play another game. I don't think anything he does from here on out, I think where he's at is pretty much where he's going to be. I think he's, he's – I don't know. It's tough to where, where I would put him all time. But I think pretty much where he's at, I think he could jump a spot or two. Wherever you have him at, unless you just have him in like 50, then I think he could like leapfrog that when his career is done and over with. But 
if you have him very high, I think he could move up a spot or two. Uh, we'll start with you, Chris. Does, does Steph have anything left to prove? For for the fans, no. But for him, I think he feels like he has a lot to prove. That he can – because everything's going to be, well, you know, he doesn't win those two championships without KD, right? And I think he wants to prove people. And he – listen, he's done everything in the league. He's a, he's a back-to-back MVP, unanimous MVP, like Vic said. That's huge, being unanimous MVP, scoring top, like everything, everything you have. But you, you know, you know, he hates the fact that people say, well, he got three rings, but you don't got to. Even though they, it was ridiculous that he didn't get it. In that the first changes, year. and I think that's what it is, is. It's okay that he didn't win it with Kevin Durant. It's your point about he doesn't have one finals MVP and I think that becomes the knock on Steph. And we That's all know he didn't game. deserve or I mean, he deserved it. Iggy didn't deserve it because we talking about giving an award for holding LeBron. And all he did was stop. All he did was be on the winning team. That's it. Like, he, but that's there's really also it. arguments that LeBron James on the losing team could have been Finals MVP. And that's but that's but, what but, but the, that's, that's the point. Is like that's the guy who so guarded him. And we were hearing arguments about LeBron could have possibly. There was talks that LeBron could have won Finals MVP as losing. I refuse to go down. It doesn't make sense. The fact that we were talking, people were like, maybe LeBron should win Finals MVP, even a losing effort. How do you give it to the guy who was so so quote unquote stopping him? And what our LeBron was averaging what <laughs> crazy numbers? Like I don't even have the numbers. It's one of the, the best finals performances in history in a loss. It like you probably he did. Sense. So to to Iggy's credit though, he had moments where he, he made great, the no, big he had a great stops. Finals. He had but a great guess finals. what? LeBron didn't have Kyrie. LeBron didn't have Kemba Love. He was passing to us three. So we have to <laughs> put that in perspective too. Like he didn't sure, I'm just goal. saying that like no, for just a little bit of Iggy. A little, a little bit of Iggy like, love. Iggy, Iggy was real good in that series. Real but he wasn't love. better than Steph. I'm no. sorry. He wasn't that, better that, than Steph. Steph. And, and that's, that's my – he wasn't better than Steph. That. Like, come on. People – that's ridiculous. The biggest crime is that they even did that. That Iguodala had a few moments against LeBron, quote-unquote, and they give him finals MVP. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He wasn't a better player on the Golden State Warriors than Steph Curry. That's no. And that's my whole thing is the re- – in that series – Iggy was not a better player the for the Warriors. Best player in the series. Exactly. He wasn't a better player for the Warriors in that series than Steph Curry. And I think that's going to hang on his head. But I'm going to be honest. I, the only thing, here's what I think Steph shouldn't feel like he has anything left to prove. Because he's not, I don't see him winning the finals MVP ever again. Even if he wins another championship. Because I don't see him winning a championship in Golden State. So now I'm talking about the rumors of does he join the Lakers? I don't see him winning a finals MVP over an Anthony Davis or LeBron James. Does he somehow find his way in Milwaukee? If Milwaukee wins a championship, I don't see him. I'm just naming teams that like if he goes and plays with another great player, I don't necessarily see him winning a finals MVP over that great player. I don't see him winning a finals MVP over Giannis if he's in Milwaukee and they win a championship. He goes to Miami and they win a ring. I, I bet he get one. But it, but he'd have to go to Miami yeah. where – and I don't know if Steph going to Miami makes Miami a, a finals. I don't know if they win a championship. They're a finals contender. I don't know if they win a championship. That's a whole nother show. Yeah, but that's, that's a whole nother show. So we'll whole, go over to Steven. <laughs> what does Steph have left to prove, if anything, in your eyes? I don't think that a finals MVP really if it, like he 
here's the thing. Like, he doesn't have that finals MVP. And the way that I rank my all-time grades, I put everything together, man. I put rings, MVPs, final MVPs, you know, all NBA teams, all defensive teams, where you stand statistically amongst the greats. And I try to boil that all together. And right now, and this was before this season, right? So I got some updating to do. But before this season, I had Steph Curry 18th all time. He's going to be higher than that based on where, he, where what he's done this season. I have him 18th all time. And just to mention some guys that he's ahead of, Jerry West, Isaiah Thomas, Elgin Baylor, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, Elvin Hayes, the Admiral, the list goes on and on. He's over some really, really good players on my list already. And he's going to get higher because there's an argument to be made, Mo, and you were right about how people said that Steph needs to do X, Y, and Z. And I'll, I'll go ahead and fess up. He he did have some stuff to prove to me at the beginning of this season because he was dealing for the first time in his prime, dealing with regular team problems. You know, his best his best sidekick, Clay Thompson, goes down with an injury. You know, Draymond Green, he's not as invested in an NBA re- regular season as he used to be when they were front runners for rings. James Wiseman goes down with the injury. He his next best players are. You know, Kelly Oubre Jr. and Andrew Wiggins, and both of those guys are fine players, but they're playing at a position, and as far as team hierarchy goes, a a peg higher than what they should be. They're two and three. They need to be three and four on a really good team, right? So I did have Steph Curry saying, like, what does he do now that he has to deal with regular, you know, star problems, you know, on, on a team that isn't riddled with, you know, or, you know, doesn't have that embarrassment of riches of a healthy Clay Thompson and in shape gives a crap about the regular season. Draymond Green, a Kevin Durant, a Harrison Barnes, who say what you will, he's a fine NBA basketball player. You know, and Andrew Bogut is a defensive player of the year level guy. You know, <laughs> Andre Iguodala, Leandro Barbosa, David West. I mean, the list goes on and on. He's had some pretty stacked teams where. He could have been finals MVP, but he had a whole heck of a lot of people surrounding him. Now he's it. This is like his Davidson season in in the tourney, right, where he's getting double teamed as soon as he crosses half court and is still putting up ridiculous amounts of points, and it's translating to wins. He's still giving you five boards. He's still giving you five assists. He's shooting like almost 13 threes a game on like 43% efficiency. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense how this guy can do what he does. So before this season, he had a little bit of something to prove to me. But, man, he shattered that glass. Like, everything else is icing. I think it, you know, if he does continue to play mode, just to put, you know, hypothetically speaking, if he did quit today, that hurts him, obviously, because, you know, it would be nice to get some more All-NBA teams on his resume. That would help where he stands legacy-wise, in my opinion. But ultimately, man, like, I think he could retire today and be a very, very happy man. Yeah, 100%. Jeff, any uh, final thoughts on, on Steph and having something left to prove, if, well, he, if first, it does? Yeah, first of all, I wish I wish uh, I could get to go before Steven once because he's way <laughs> smarter than me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, Steven touched on everything. So I said that I tweeted out this year at the beginning of the season, this could be Steph's most important year to his legacy. Uh, and this is exact conversation that we're having. He had nothing to prove to me as far as a basketball player. But everything Stephen just said, you know, doing it, doing it as the focus star, star treatment, you know, not as much help and all that. What he did, because I thought last year he really kind of 
took the easy way out. Um, I don't know if any of us here believe that he couldn't play more than five games last year. It's very whatever. fair. Very what, fair. What, whatever. Uh, but, but I don't kill him for it. I'm just saying that, that that was a knock to me. And I'm like, coming into this season, I'm like, oh my – like, in back of my mind, I'm like, is he going to be one of these guys that takes the easy way out and is like, oh, no, my ankle's hurt. And then all of a sudden he's in Milwaukee, you know, banging it out. But, no, he – he like it was almost like a I don't know maybe I don't you guys probably remember 10 15 games into the season he's like okay here we go mm-hmm. and he's had one of the greatest seasons that we've ever seen I, I mean, he just really has I mean you look at his numbers here guy he's <laughs> he's shooting uh you know almost 49% overall for the season like they're just staggering numbers 31 points a game or almost 32 points a game um and everybody knows that he's the one that's going to shoot and he's had I mean, you guys, you guys, are, we're always tweeting about it and talking about it. He's had maybe 10 games this year to where we're like, Mo's always great for this. Like, if I see a Mo tweet that's like, what is Steph doing? I, like, try to find the game somewhere, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, so. It's crazy. Like, it's I, not even. I don't the- think he had anything to prove because I'm not one of those guys. I did appreciate him as his career was happening. But only playing the Cavs in the finals. And then the loss to Toronto was rough. Only went in it versus the Cavs and the loss to Toronto. I mean, that does add up to where people are like, oh, well, these little knocks that they give players in their career or whatever. You know, we always talk about both sides of our face because if you go to a different team and win, then, oh, you change teams. But if you stay on the same team, but you beat the same team, then that's a knock too. Either way. So there were some things there. But what he's done this season, finally, like – I've been telling people because you guys know me. I grew up in the Larry Bird era that he is the best shooter ever, blah, 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 blah. Steph, you know, Larry Bird's great. Well, I've said it a million times this year. Larry Bird's greatest season was 98 three-pointers. Steph does that, you know, before All-Star break. It's not even close. What does he have left to prove now? Nothing left to prove. I would love to see him, and I'm not a fan of them at all, I would love to see him make a run, the Davidson run that that you guys talked about. But um, yeah, he's he's a legend. He is. We are watching a legend on the court. We have three or four in the league right now, and as they are playing, they are a they are a playing legend. Mm-hmm. And Steph is one of them. He's amazing. He changed basketball. Not every player changes basketball. LeBron couldn't change basketball because you know why? They don't grow LeBrons on trees like. <laughs> Like, yeah, everybody wants to play like LeBron. You can't because you can't be made that way. Steph changed basketball because there are guys that look like Steph, you know, every day they come into the league. So he changed the way the game is played. And you guys talked about earlier with all the guys in the 2000s that probably missed out on a career. Um, His legacy will be bigger than what he did on the court, if anything, when it's all said and done. Yeah, and just before we move on, Jeff, if you can answer the question, who are the other playing legends? Well, I mean, you got LeBron's a playing legend. You got, I think Kawhi's a playing legend. Um, Giannis, KD. Giannis is, uh, yeah, KD is definitely a playing legend. Uh, and I'm talking legend. I'm talking CP3. Uh, uh, I think CP3 is a, a playing question. legend. I think so, Stephen, but I think that would be one that we could probably have a fun discussion about. Mm-hmm. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. 
Oh really? See, I don't. I don't think I have Kyrie there, even though I don't, I don't think Kyrie's a playing. People legend. hate him too much. But I, I don't, don't even think he's just, legendary. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where I'm at with. That. I need. I need to process that, Chris. But <laughs> I think Kyrie's but, a playing legend. I think honest, people Giannis, killed. He's a. He's a Duke. He's a Duke guy. He's a Duke guy. He played the Duke for eight games. No, no, I don't no, count no, him as no, no, right. You don't count. Hey, you know what? Thank you, Chris. I think that Luca is, even though that's. That's really prognostication, but like I think he's on that trajectory. I got to sure. answer right now. But as far as like guys on the court, you know, I just watched. Uh, you know what, Russell Westbrook is definitely. I just watched the after the game. Washington Atlanta played a Russell great game. Russell Westbrook is the a other team legend. really dapped him up. So Westbrook, Durant, uh, LeBron, um, man, I don't Kyrie. know. I guess I'm saying to put Kyrie in there. The, for a guy who's six foot one to do what he can do with oh, he's the great, ball he's in great. hands, but like a string and the ability to get to the basket below the rim. Yeah. To me, what he his legend is, transcends yeah. skill, though. I'm like, gonna I be think honest. that's the thing. I don't think and he's hit legendary shots. Legend right right like he hit one of the greatest shots of all time. One of the greatest shots. Did, you, know, great you know what? There, that you know what? For I'm me, gonna... I don't think Le- I don't think Giannis is a playing legend right now. No, like, he's I don't not. Think... You're right. I start thinking about it. he's just he's just too young, and I, he's, and, you know, I think he's just too young. That's all. I just think when we talk about legendary, especially when like we do say LeBron and Kevin Durant, and we talk about legendary, like Steph when Curry. did those, and Steph Curry? When did those guys become legendary? Yeah, and it was like. Kevin Durant, we knew was an all-time talent and started becoming legendary when he won championships. Yeah, if they quit LeBron today, James, they, yeah. we knew he was the chosen one, but that that start of a legacy of a legendary, I'm trying to be the GOAT, started when he won that first championship. I think I think to be I think, a living legend, a playing legend, I think you had to have won a championship at I this moment. And I think Westbrook, because what he's doing is legendary when we talk about when we talk about triple doubles, like like what Westbrook is doing is legendary. Four of the past five seasons, averaging triple doubles. I think Westbrook. I would add that to. Uh, I would add that to my man's list. Uh, you got KD, Braun, and Steph. I would add Westbrook as far as right now. If the NBA is just like, hey, we're kind of we're kind of over this. We're not playing anymore. I think those four guys are legends. Yeah. So we talk I about LeBron. Chris Paul in there. Yeah, we talk about yeah, LeBron. Might be right, Steven. I like that conversation. Yeah, Kyrie you Irving. Uh, yeah, Tim you keep, Tebow. So, <laughs> so we, t- <laughs> so sorry, we talk I'm about sorry. we talk about LeBron. Okay, that's a whole. That's a whole show. In yeah, that's a whole. I'm so show. sorry. I'm so the sorry. network will be coming with that. So we talk about LeBron. We talk about legacies. We talk about playing legends. We're here talking about legacies. We're here talking about somebody who's who's building on a legacy. What would a repeat? A back-to-back championship, and if it, we might not find it possible. So you know, if you don't think they'll repeat, that's okay. But we're hypothetically saying, oh, if the repeat. Lakers repeat, what does that mean? Because there's two players who have legacies on that team for AD and LeBron. Jeff, I'm gonna start with you. Thank what you. What would a repeat for AD and LeBron mean? <laughs> so for AD, it's everything. He is on the cusp right now because the guy, you know, the guy has the great games to where we're like, oh, we've never quite seen things quite like this. Even like even Giannis plays a little different at that size or whatever. And then he'll have those he'll have those games to where you're like, what's he doing? Does he think he's Allen Iverson out there? Like I commented the other night, you know, we're always talking about him tweaking his ankles. I'm like, yeah, because he's playing on the perimeter and he's seven foot eight. Like, what is he doing out there? Like, he's not made to do that. So I think he causes some of those. I've always thought 
he's not let's put it this way i never knock players but he he doesn't play with the intensity that westbrook does i'll just say that uh, i'm not saying he's not good or whatever now when they play together and they're right like last night's game i was like that's the guy. Like, that's the guy I know. So, I think this is huge for him because LeBron's obviously going to limp through these playoffs. You know, the, the guy's getting older. He had a high ankle sprain, which is real. Whatever people want to think about how he's building it up or downplaying it or crying about it, whatever, he did have a high ankle sprain. I think he'll be healthy in the playoffs. That's cool. So, I think it's finally somebody else's turn on a LeBron team to carry LeBron to a championship. And if AD does that, my gosh, it's a huge championship in Los Angeles. Like he becomes the dude. Like if he, like say, say, say he did what he did last night and he does it through the playoffs and they would win a championship. I I think he goes to the next level of like, Oh my gosh, do I think that's going to happen? No, I really don't. As far as LeBron in all honesty, I think it's just an, like, I think it's like, wow, I can't believe he did it. I, I really don't think it's near as big a deal as as the people would think it was. I think the guy is just – he's so far beyond basketball at this point that I don't even know if anybody really waits his championships anymore. Um, and, and I'm just being honest about that. I, I, really, I really don't think it's – I don't think that in 20 years people remember whether it was four or five for LeBron. I, I really don't. Like, <laughs> Chris, so that that's just my opinion on it or whatever. I think for AD, this could be this. He needs to. This should be his time. Like he needs to. Like this is my championship. I'm going to go win it. This is my team, and I think LeBron would be happy to let him do that. I really do. So, look, look, look I, I, I'm gonna go on this subject last, Stephen. What do you think a repeat would mean for AD and LeBron? <sighs> So, why am I hating? I, <laughs> I wasn't ready for a why am I hating from Jeff. Um, so for AD, I'm gonna start with AD first because I, I share a different opinion than you, Jeff. But I love your take, bro, because I agree with you That's a lot. I went on, first, Steven. This is all good, baby. It's all good because I think that it is important for AD. I'm not when I said that I wasn't gonna say that it doesn't mean anything for AD. Obviously, it does because right now, man, like with. With LeBron gone, they only won like what three of their last nine games with AD. So mm-hmm. if if he can turn it up and add another, you know, trophy to his hardware case, you know, he's he's doing pretty good for himself. He's starting to build that legacy and um, kind of taken away from some of the deficiencies in his game. You know, like he he's one of these guys that he might be the best player in the NBA who can't be the best player on a team. If that makes sense, we've talked about this a couple times. Read my mind. I literally was just thinking that was great. That's a great comment. That's why we've talked about this several times on our show. Follow this, Chris. It's true. We've talked about this on breaking the game. I've also talked with Mo on, on up in flames about this before Uh too. You know, he might be the best player in the NBA right now to not be your team's best player. So adding hardware is how you kind of cover those blemishes up. You know, you talking about Shaq. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You get what I'm saying, though. I get what you're saying. And and let me put this out there: it's not to say that Anthony Davis is not a great player. He is. He's tremendous, tremendous player. Player. Just like Shaq. Shaq's a top ten player all time. Can't be the team's best player and win a ring. That's okay because there's ways that you can go about conducting yourself yourself on in your career to kind of help cover up, you know, that 
lack of the being the the one a or the one depending on what area you grew up in right so for 80 this is tremendous now this is where i slightly or kind of just disagree with you jeff is that i think this is huge for lebron james this is like the one thing that he's still playing for you know people are gonna care if he has four or five or dare i maybe even say six rings because that's you know and this is an argument that i bring up too you know you have six championship rings undefeated what does lebron do he can win just as much and also make it to the finals more that's where you kind of start and we talked about this on your icon show jeff why do people hate kobe bryant because he was kind of starting to touch you know that that sacred ground of michael jordan he was too good he was too close to mj so you needed to find ways to kind of discredit him a little bit if lebron james starts you know tiptoeing around that sacred ground of lebron james or excuse me michael jordan in terms of being an all-time great and he's got and he's got the rings to back it up like that's huge for his legacy man he's not playing for anything else other than legacy now because he's got the rings he's got the finals mvp he's got the mvp he's got the all nba teams we know where he's going to be in terms of all-time stats and all those things right not even a score but one of the best scores in the nba depending on how you you know like to play into the whole lebron james narrative but um ultimately man a ring for lebron james especially being a, a consecutive ring because michael jordan's rings are all three peats so if he can win consecutive rings man that's just another little notching his belt another step on the rung to becoming the goat yeah yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense i guess i guess what i mean about lebron is and i'm not backing off from it we're, we're, there's a middle ground here to where i'm i'm just saying if lebron wins a championship but he's not whatever he doesn't make three game winners it, it still won't count i see what you mean fan. i see what you so, mean but I, but I still think LeBron would be happy to let AD carry him to a championship, even if people were like, oh, LeBron only scored 20 points a game or whatever. I think LeBron would take that. You know what I mean? Even though it's not going to – it's just not going to count as much. It's Because he's probably still going to get the finals MVP, no matter how good AD plays. <laughs> they, might just, they might just give it to Iggy. <laughs> so, Chris, what what do you think about Le- LeBron? Before I go, I'm not even going to touch on it that long because there is one more subject I want to hit, and I think this one will get real interesting. But uh, what do you think repeat for AD and LeBron means what? Okay, just quick. If LeBron wins it again, it's going to be unbearable for you because you're what you're going to talk about. So that's why I don't want to see LeBron win it. It's just, just you're just going to be acting a fool and, and you know mute you. That's one of the reasons why I don't want to see LeBron win it. No, obviously if LeBron, <laughs> I just the mo will be unbearable. Ohio State talk is enough, right? I can only take you know, but the LeBron and Ohio like it'll be too much. Yeah, as long as you don't say Tebow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's that's the forbidden word. Never want to hear that word. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's a whole nother. We'll have a show coming for everybody. Yeah. So Jeff's just to let everybody know, yeah. Jeff is gonna host it. Where we've already thrown him a show. He's taking a break right now. He bre- he blessed up in flames with his presence. But yeah, we are gonna days. talk about Tim I Tebow. It, I made it two days on break. Yeah. But uh, eight if AD wins it and he's the folk, like Jeff said, if he's the focal point, that's huge for him and his legacy, yep. right? You know, because he's one of the most talented play big men we've ever seen. Like, I think that's that's safe to see. He is what he can do on the basketball court when mm-hmm. he's healthy is is something that is rare. Like, 
that his size, his ability to guard pretty much everyone on the court, L and B, and his offense has grown. Like a lot of people didn't see the offense coming, especially in Kentucky. We didn't see that. Right in his first. Thank you. He, I, I I was so against in the draft. I'm like, I don't see what you guys are seeing. Completely wrong. I did yeah. not see a spot up three point shooter. No, no, you didn't see that. And then he added the the. And I always said, if if AD ever ever adds a perimeter game, it's Ooh. over. Like, he could be an MVP type player. Now, obviously, injuries are his mid ranges. He's another mid range king. Like he's one of my mid range king. I think like, I'm starting a segment. I'm calling uh, it's gonna be called the mid range king because to celebrate the guys who still can do it in the mid range because it's still a you know it's a lost art, but you know there's still guys who are still good at it, and you still need that mid range game to in the league. You know, I know it's three point heavy, but we still need the mid range. Demar Derozan, Demar yeah. Derozan podcast. Is that what you're gonna call it? <laughs> But AD, if he if he's able to do it, that'll be huge for him, especially if he wins Finals MVP and he's the focal. And for LeBron, this is massive because if he gets the five, guess what? We're gonna talk about six like crazy, right? And you know, that's what he's shooting for. He's shooting for he's not shooting for Kobe five. He's shooting for that six. Because if he gets the six, for him that puts him there. Oh, it's that, it's over. He's tied with Michael Jordan for championship. And with more appearances. With yeah, and with all those appearances, right? So now, when, you know, and the gold talk is obviously we're not even going to get into that because that can go. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. At yeah, this point, can... it doesn't really matter who's good for you, bro. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous at this point, but for him, for LeBron James' sake, this is huge. This is why he's complaining about the playing game and all that because he knows, like. You want he wants he doesn't want this tough road because you know in a playing game you can lose to anyone any given night right Detroit Pistons can beat the the Utah Jazz on any given night so on any given night he knows they can lose you know to the eight seed so he's worried for the you're first playing, time you're playing about game, that. you're playing game seven day one that's exactly rough. yeah exactly. which I'm so excited for the play in by the way like I, I need love the play in I need LeBron play. in the playoffs but. I am competitive so basketball at the end of the year where it's usually I always compare it to school, right? It's that last week of school, you're like, Oh my god, just dreading can it just be over? Now it's like, oh no, no, let's go. Like I can't wait yeah. till the last day. Like it gets yeah. you done. Don't you can't going, wait right? till the last it's, day exactly. you have something to play for. Competitive games to the last day. That's it's, it's a wonderful. So I don't know why people are complaining it, but I know why LeBron the because they thought they're they were gonna it. be higher. And now they're like, oh, we got to do a playing game. It's like, no, no, this benefits the whole league. Well, yeah. See, this is one of those things, and like, this is something that LeBron does that Jordan and Kobe were the best at. This is also LeBron lighting a fire under his teammates. Like, really, I couldn't take, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't come out, and you guys couldn't carry us. He like, does it in a way that's. Yeah, he's so passive. He's so passive aggressive. He's so passive aggressive. But he's literally talking to AD, like, really, dude. Like really, like you're a kid. Like you couldn't carry us to the. But he came team. back and lost. When he came back, they lost to Sacramento. And no, Toronto. I know. So in two games that he should have never came back his, in. But that's a conversation. Words, his words, like, like LeBron is he's a genius intellect, and everything he says, even outside of basketball, which I, I can't even start on that right now. Don't do it. He knows exactly what he's saying. Like everybody's yeah. like, ah, this guy just runs off at the mouth. I'm like, the guy literally owns a uh, PR company. 
Yeah, but, but, he, but y'all think that he just gets carried away. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows yeah. who he's talking to. Jordan did the same stuff back in the day. Yeah, I mean, for me, so I, I'm not even going to hit on this long because y'all hit on it. For Anthony Davis, I think it's huge. I don't think it's bigger for AD than it is for LeBron. Because like we said, we know who LeBron's chasing. LeBron's chasing Michael Jordan. If it hasn't been obviously stated to the whole world, then here us four are telling you LeBron wants to be considered, you know, undecisively, unanimously be considered better than Michael Jordan. What better than to be 6-6 six and six in the finals? He has six championships. He's been 12 times. He repeated at year 17 and 18. Dear God, Y'all don't there. even want to know me anymore. His if he was to repeat this year, blistered. if he was to repeat this year, y'all wouldn't even want to know me anymore. If he three-peated and got his sixth ring at 17, 18, and 19. Yo, if Mo, he, I'm on the ball pot, uh, network. If that happens. <laughs> if, yo, if, yo, Mo, I am with you. I love LeBron James. and I, The worst thing that could happen to me is if the Lakers and the Knicks face off in the finals. Oh, I'm like, I'm going to want that. I'm going to break Twitter. You know what's crazy? I would love for that to happen. You know what's crazy? That'd be the greatest group chat. I would never be able to put my phone down. But that's, you know, I would love that. That would just be, bro, we would just be, it would be, the shows would be amazing. Like, you know, it would, oh, man, I think that would be amazing. But But I don't want to, real real quick, I just want to touch in. I don't want to steer this towards LeBron James. Like, you know, we've had these. I just want to say that, like, I really like him. I know people who live in LeBron's area that he has affected positively that are like, we love him. Like people that live in the neighborhoods that, that, that like love him. That's why like, I will like, there's nothing that he can do. Like, yes, I'm a defender of LeBron because I know people that are like, we do not care what he does. Like they don't watch basketball, but they're like, we know what he did for, you know, this kid, like this literal kid that I know, you know what I mean? So like, we don't care what he did in basketball. He's cool. So I he's just bigger I, than, he's bigger than basketball. That, in that's a lot why of I said eyes. that in 20 years, I really don't think it's going to matter, but I don't argue with the fact that he absolutely wants to win seven championships. Yeah. I mean, if he could, if first off, I don't I think imagine. he's going to win seven. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but you he wants about, to. Four to five more years of greatness from LeBron. I just don't know. He would either I think a, the world would be, implode if he got seven. Either a he would still be in a Lakers uniform and well, they added Steph and Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, or <laughs> b like he went somewhere else. But I want to move on. I'm not even going to spend too there's much time. Dudes, there's three dudes I met at the gas station don't watch NBA anymore, so nobody will even oh. know. <laughs> the dude that bet my sorry, job. Bro. The dude that bets at my job on every basketball game and those every doesn't watch it. Doesn't watch basketball. Yeah, that that explains. It's all good, but I I think for me, like I just think this means everything for LeBron, and I think it means a lot for it means a lot for Anthony Davis, and because I think like and I I don't know I don't want to say this like I'm for sure, but like you look at him in the light as like a Kevin Garnett. And so, like, oh, if yeah. he has Hands two down. championships, oh, great, great example, great like, example. and that's who I say is, and if he has two championships, and he, and you know, he's still young, but then it also it'll build a legacy that, like, yep. man, if Anthony Davis can lead the Lakers to a championship when LeBron leaves, man, they still got AD. He can attract stars, which attracts a possibility of more championships. The franchise itself gonna sell itself as long as there's a star player there. The Lakers franchise gonna sell itself. 
yeah. then you have Anthony Davis as a pitching thing, and man, he just coming off a championship year. Look at him; he could carry a team. Yep. You're getting older. Some of those older superstars. We, we already saw this story. It took a long time to play out. We saw it with Shaq and Kobe. Like, yeah, and, and so I think it's the same. I, mean, I think it's kind of the same way. This just, just won't have the same bad breakup, and it's a little bit shorter. But I, I want to get into the last topic. Oh, quick, go ahead, Jeff. I want to throw out a quick what if. What if? I always said this about LeBron's legacy. LeBron's legacy depends on how good you think Chris Bosh and Kevin Love are. Just everybody think about that. You don't have to answer. His legacy depends on how good you think Kevin Love or Chris Bosh are or were. And then if you, I, I wherever you have them ranked – all of a sudden changes how you feel about LeBron. So anyway, we'll go on. I, I get what you're saying, but I want to get into this last topic. I, I think this is going to be a good one right here. And and Chris, I, I, didn't, I don't know if you knew this was coming. Steven knew it was coming. I'm not questioning who's the better player. I, I'm not at all. I think Kevin Durant is better than Kawhi Leonard. This is so 100%. Much. And I'm not saying that I agree that Kawhi is going to have the greater career. But what I'm asking is, is when it's all said and done, is there a possibility that you could be looking and saying Kawhi Leonard had a better career than Kevin Durant? Like, they still have some bas basketball to play. They have teams. They look like teams. They both, e I won't say equally, but they have chances of winning a championship. You, I don't think Kawhi is out of his championship window. I don't think Kevin Durant is with Brooklyn. I think the Clippers could win this year. I think Brooklyn could win this year. I think it's a very high possibility. But let's just say, and here's for the sake, because here's why I think this is where the argument will start. If Kawhi finishes with three or four championships and Kevin Durant doesn't win another one, does Kawhi have a greater career than Kevin Durant? I don't think it's a flat-out simple yes or no either. So I'm going to start with Steven here. Steven, is it possible? It's not who's having the greater career right now. Is it possible that Kawhi could be looked at and he had a greater career than Kevin Durant? No. Plain and simple. I mean, Not I don't know what you want me to say, man. Because Kate, look, KD right now. This is updated before the season. KD is going to be top twenty-five score of all time, and I'm talking like just career points, right? Mm -hmm. I, let me scroll down real quick. It won't take very long. I'm sorry. Um, before the season, let me see here. Kawhi Leonard was three hundred and thirty-first. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like that's just that's just one area career points, right? Um, I mean, we got multiple finals MVPs for Kevin Durant already. We got multiple rings for him already. We're talking about an 11 time all-star Kawhi Leonard is a five time all-star. So he's literally at twice as many all-star appearances as him. The all NBA numbers pretty similar. I mean, here's the thing. If Kawhi Leonard somehow can stay healthy, which it doesn't look like it's going to happen, and I've defended Kawhi Leonard a lot, so if I sound like I'm a Kawhi Leonard detractor, I'm really not. I love Kawhi. He's I one of my he favorites. I chooses not to be healthy. I don't know. Uh, no, well, no, 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 because the leg injury that he has is a degenerative leg injury. So every time he dribbles a basketball, it gets worse. So I kind of dislike a lot when people say that he you know, just takes games off because anytime he plays a basketball game, his leg is literally getting worse. So to me, that points to the fact that he actually kind of likes basketball, in my opinion, <laughs> because if he didn't, he wouldn't be making his leg worse every time that he plays the game. You know what I mean? So the, the amount of games that Kawhi Leonard has missed, like I think that he would have to, to even remotely stand a chance, he would have to be one of these guys that just wins a ring 
you know, every other year through his career, man, because the totality of their careers are the, the chasm, in my opinion, man. And uh, I'm not trying to make light of your conversation point. Like just the chasm between them two is just so great, in my opinion, man. I cannot foresee unless he teams up with a LeBron James and Anthony Davis like he almost could have done a couple seasons ago and just start racking up rings with a, a really heavy team like that. He would have to cash out so frequently, man. And that's stupid hard to do. Like LeBron yeah. James is one of the best players in the NBA of all time. And the guy has a losing record in the finals. Kawhi yeah, Leonard I mean, would have to do something crazy. For me, it's, it's I don't think that Kawhi is greater than Kevin Durant. I don't think. I know you don't, bro. Yeah, and I don't think he'll he'll fall. I just felt like it was an in- interesting conversation. It's actually because I seen something. Like, I actually saw something that said, like, could Kawhi be better than Kevin Durant when it's all said and done? So that just made me think. I'm like, I don't think so, but... And and I feel like you do, Steven. I, I didn't even think this would be a conversation. Like, I didn't think no. I would say. But, you know, NBA Twitter no. will have you thinking you're crazy for being so correct sometimes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, let me get with the guys. Maybe this isn't a conversation. It's a fundamental exercise for sure. Yeah, and I got, you know, I get the all, all the reactions. So obviously, like, I almost feel stupid for putting this up because I you're feel the same stupid. way. And, and no, 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 I wasn't no. trying to point that. No, I no, no. I know that you weren't because I feel the exact same way. I don't think it should be a conversation. I but I think that it's possible. So now before I'm going to let you close out with a Jeff. Chris, is it is is there anything that you could foresee or do you think it's going to take the extreme that Steven just said for Ka- Kawhi Leonard to have been considered he had a greater career than Kevin Durant? See, the only way I could see this being a conversation is for people who look at KD's championships and think, you know, that he ta- he joined with a super team and they don't count that. This is why I hate going last, by the way, because you guys are <laughs> way too smart for me. I that thought Chris was going to be on with me and Steven, so I didn't think he was going to uh, go. That's the route. only way this would people would bring this up as an argument because they look at Kawhi. He won one in San Antonio, right? And then he wins one in Toronto, right? One year, right? They beat the board. I could talk about that ring, but whatever. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, they won a championship. That's a great ring. It happens, right? Because the Warriors, so. their first championship, they benefited from the Cavs' injuries. That happens all the time, right? Teams benefit from injuries. You got to, hey, you got to get lucky, right? Some A lot of championship runs are based off luck, right? And hey, I'd rather be lucky than not, right? I'm sure Allen Iverson wish he got a little lucky and he would, would, would love to have a championship on his belt. But, you know, this isn't even a conversation. KD is, is KD. Like, KD has a better career. Like, Steven, you ripped off all the, the statistics. At, like, it, it, to me, it's not like it's KD. Like, he's going to have the greater career. Even with the injuries KD had, he's missed a year and a half. And, you know, he's missed a lot of games this year. Missed the whole season last year, right? He's still going to probably be top five all-time scorer. You know, he, he's – Katie is – he's different. Like, he's special. Like, and, and there's no disrespect. To, and, and, and I don't want it to make it seem like we're, like, discrediting Kawhi because Kawhi is going to go down as one of the greatest two-way players of all time. Like, maybe the greatest two-way player of all time. The way, you know, special player. He might have multiple – three – four championships by the end of his career. But KD, man, I mean, his career, like, he, he's going to go down as arguably the greatest, you know, big, you know, seven-footer scoring, seven-footer we've ever seen. Like, purest scorer ever, maybe. Purest scorer is like, you know, you guys, 
you know, uh, we talk about sco- greatest scorers of all time. KD might be, you know, if you need a bucket, he could shoot it from anywhere, pull up. I mean, we've seen him pull up against LeBron James and back-to-back, you know, game threes to win championships, right? Pull up on LeBron and hit in his face. Like, he's hit some big-time shots, too. So, you know, Kawhi obviously had a great career. Like he's a reason why Toronto's got a championship, you know, and, you know, obviously helped San Antonio win a championship. But KD, you know, I'm not one of those people who look at the the – championships with the Warriors and, and discredit it. I look at it as if he was the best player on that team. Like he took over. So yeah, he did benefit oh, from having Clay. That's a great question. On. That might be a whole show. I'm gonna, I'll take I'll take that on. I'll take that on. And all those guys. But at the end of the day when you needed a bucket, he was the one pulling up on LeBron James and hitting the shots to to put the dagger in the series of championship. So to me it is KD man. It's it's has great, going to have a great career. I mean, it's no, no, but it's yeah. So, Jeff, you know, final thoughts. Do you think that it, it's, it's, do you think that it's possible that when you look back that, that Kawhi had a greater career than Kevin Durant? Yes. By the parameters of the question you ask, I think it's possible. And you guys, everything you said was true. As, as, as we stand right now, it's not even close. I'm just saying, you know, if KD would like for whatever KD stops and wants to go sell, you know, uh, you know, mattresses or something tomorrow, um, I think I the, pick up the KD I, mattress. It, no, Chris touched on it. Super you know, I, mattresses? I don't. He's too long to be a mattress salesman. I think. No, that's why he would sell them. He would sell them to really tall people. So I stayed in a hotel once that was made for NBA players. Everything is huge. It's crazy. It was out in Planet Hollywood. Seriously, that's another story. Seriously, it was crazy. Mattresses were seven foot long. It was wild. But, um, but, but no, what Chris said, that's what I wanted to touch on mostly is like the one thing that will get him is if, and I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But if KD doesn't win another one, his two championships can be undermined as to where Kawhi's are like – he was the guy like we saw we literally we saw him do what they said Iguodala did to LeBron like he he really tortured LeBron um the Toronto that 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 championship's all his regardless of how everything panned out like that's his championship he had a really good team but he was the he's got his own championship and so but what I'm saying is like I think this year like you know whatever they pulled off you know he I I think he would have to win at least two more than KD. But I think there is a season to where if – because Kawhi can score. Like, Kawhi is one of the greatest scorers in the league. He just doesn't do it. Like, he's really talented. He needs an so. MVP, too. He needs to be the most dominant player in the That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. If he chooses, like, okay, I'm going to take a couple years, like these next couple years, and really focus on, you know, being Legacy. the MVP or whatever, which he may never do. But Kawhi doesn't care. Like, that's the other thing is, like, yeah. Kawhi doesn't care if he yeah. – is better or worse in our eyes than exactly, Kevin Durant. Exactly. But uh is so as basketball fans, Kawhi is one of our favorite players because you have to be a basketball person. Like it has to be like in your blood to recognize what he does. And I think that's why we all love Kawhi. Chris Paul, he's in that category. Mm-hmm. Like if you just sit and watch, you're like, oh, that's beautiful. Like I don't you do I don't know if you just saw what he just did, but not a mid range king. Hey. Yeah, there you go. So do I think it's going to happen? No. Is it possible? Yes. I think it is very possible that Kawhi could go on some freakish run and win, you know, two or three more somehow, just like things just work out. And, and 
that he is con- his career is considered better and everybody and then there's a, there's this weird universe to where we're like man what what went wrong with KD like what what happened there I don't think that's going to happen but I'm saying I do think it's possible and I love, the question about, I love the I love the debate that uh, our guy put on about better two way player Pippen or Kawhi. Well, I think he said would we would we put Kawhi over Pip as I, the best right. two way player? The which best ever. I don't even um, think that Pip is the best two way guy. That's a whole show. Like I, I think, think Kawhi is Kawhi's a better two way. How is way. how is Michael Jordan not the best two way guy? I think it is Michael Jordan. I wanted to just my knee jerk was that it's Michael Jordan because I'm like he was the best defender on the team. Nine all best. NBA defensive first teams. Yeah, yeah. Kobe's up there too, man. Kobe, yeah. So LeBron yeah. too. Also, I, here's here's the thing. Here's also, the thing. with nine all here's NBA first team. Kawhi defense. and Pippen both get credit for not scoring as much. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. If Pippen scores thirty, they're like, oh, he's not as good on defense. Like you guys, and I was out. just about to say that's exactly what y'all bringing Jordan up Jordan and bringing up Kobe. Right I, I watched Jordan; he was a as a good a defender as you are being told that he was. Like I watched him play, and he like third like, all time in steals. Big big guys hated Jordan. He would go right down in the post and just they couldn't stay. Carl Malone in the finals, game six. Hey, don't get. I, I can't. I can't. Everybody's like, "Oh, the refs gave him that game." I'm like, "Did Carl Malone give him the ball?" Like Carl Malone. Anyway, I'm sorry. Different but that's that's a key point. You know, before we close out, that's a key point is that y'all brought up, and you you know y'all said Jordan and Kobe and and you know Chris, you mentioned LeBron. I didn't do it this time, uh, <laughs> but you talking about greatest two way players, and then Tim you t- <laughs> you talk about because the thing is everybody looks at Scottie Pippen. And how elite he was on defense. And then they look at how elite Jordan is on offense. Mm -hmm. How elite Kobe is on offense. Even how elite a a LeBron James is on offense. And they don't realize that ah, there's no way you can be that elite on offense and be close to as elite on defense. Yes, was Jordan a better scorer than defender? Yes, but was the drop off that much? No, we'll let you not know at all. right there, there now the way that it. Michael Jordan ranks all time. He is higher all in time steals in steals than, than he is in points. Right, but he also the, the the only thing I'm saying is just like you look at the guys ahead of him. You're talking about what LeBron, uh, was it Kobe? Kobe's ahead of Jordan in all time yeah. points. Uh, Kareem um, yeah, and Carl yeah. Malone. So, mm-hmm. like, you're looking at the scores that, like, yes, he's not, or he's higher on steals, but you look at the guys that are ahead of him, and you're like, bro, those were and the steals were scores. recorded a little bit later in the history of the NBA. That, that too, scoring, but you look so. at the scores that passed him, and you're like, first off, the longevity of those guys, Kareem, LeBron, Kobe, like the longevity and the rate that they Carl were able Malone. to score at, Carl Malone, like they had a longevity in that the rate that they were scoring at for as long as they were. Like it's expected to say so, but you you hear those offensive minds and you talk about those are some of the greatest scores of all time, the greatest scores of all time, and you don't think that they could match that greatness defensively. And I think a lot of it is the way the NBA is played now. Some of your best offensive players are some of your defensive liabilities. Steph Curry isn't really a great defender. Yeah, he's led the league m- multiple times in steals, but that's because he knows how to play the lane. Was it once? Oh, okay, yeah, he led the league in steals and once. 
But he knows how to play the lanes. I think of Steph Curry. He just knows how to play the steel lanes. He's, he's, he's a, a good help defender. Yeah, I did the same thing too. James Harden, I think, is the same way as like he's an underrated defender because we just we think he's so bad. But you look at the numbers, he's not as bad. You know, but he used to he's, be bad. He used to be really bad. He's gotten better. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying like over the years, over the past couple of years, he's become a little bit better where he's not just like, oh, my God, he's defensive liability. He's terrible. But like I said, that two way show could be a whole nother show in itself. So I want to close Let's out with it. this. Fellas, right I appreciate y'all for coming on. As always, I mean, we got the round table together for a great conversation tonight. Let me go ahead and take this greater career, Kawhi KD, before people start realizing I'm a little crazy. Um, but, yeah, fellas, I appreciate y'all for coming on. I'm going to start with you, Jeff. Plug in your show, plug in your social media, and let us know where we can find you. Man, you know, you can see right there, at jhunt006, uh, Jeff Needs Sports. Yeah, we do this stuff all the time, uh, offtheballnetwork.com. And I just want to say, uh, first of all, I want to say to all three of your families, uh, your lovely wives, you know, happy Mother's Day. I know it's a little bit mm. late. Uh, I know we got a couple newborns in the room, which is fantastic. Uh, you know, Chris, uh, you know, your, 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 your guy turned eight today, which is just super awesome. So I got an eight-year-old boy. Uh, and I want to say uh, this was one of the funnest shows I've, you know, I've done. A great conversation, great topics. Th this just was wonderful. This really brings out the best in sports conversation. Here's what we did tonight that I, I want everybody to recognize. We did not tell you why the other guy was worse. We told you why th we thought this guy might be a little better you know what i mean and that's the difference at offtheballnetwork.com we're not here to uh try to negate you know someone's career or downplay what they've done or whatever we're here to tell you what we see as as true fans and keeping it real for you and uh this was so much fun that it never it never gets negative and yet somehow i found a way to say that Kawhi was better than durant without saying durant was terrible uh it's a lot of fun thanks for having me on mo it's a great show um you guys are the best yeah 100 bro and i appreciate you for coming on steven yeah and uh you know just kind of piggyback off of jeff man appreciate you having me i love you know y'all are my brothers man like i talk to y'all every day just like family so you know i love getting link up and talk shop with y'all off the ball network man it's a place to be i wholeheartedly believe that we're we're laying the groundwork man and uh it's it's been it's a fun ride so far, man, and I'm just looking forward to the continued success of the network. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen BTG. You can follow me on Instagram at Stephen W Gillespie. Um, I host a our co-host a show called Breaking the Game with my buddy Austin Carr. It's an NBA centric podcast. Um, you can follow that anywhere podcasts are available. If you want to follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that's at BTG NBA Pod. Um, our show also airs on the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio every Monday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Um, would love for you guys to go check that out. Um, Mo, you mentioned it earlier. Shout out to our friends over at Manscaped. You know, you can hit them up with the promo code Up in Flames or BTG. That'll hook you up with 20% off and free shipping. And that'll let them know that, you know, we sent you. We love the product. We endorse it. I'm wearing the underwear right now. It's all great stuff. So please Thanks. go and hook <laughs> Go and hook your go and hook yourself up with some great Manscaped products and get it at it get it on the cheap too. Yep, and to add on before we go to the press, 
It's worldwide. Wide. Wide. Craig. Wide. <laughs> of the world, Craig. Real quick, our uh, our our guy uh, Jay Crucia one oh seven. I, I, I don't personally know who you are, but follow me on Twitter, man. I would love to connect and, you know, we can get something done and keep you in the loop, man. I appreciate you uh, watching. Yeah, that's my yeah. guy. That's my guy. That, that's my guy. I, so I, I'll definitely be sure to let him yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Jeff, that, that, for some reason. We love our listener, man. You're a Bulls fan, and he is, yeah. like, a huge fan of your work. Like, he just loves when you get on here and talk. That's great. You're a, he's a I Bulls fan. I wish I could fan. talk more Bulls, man. I thought they, they Things didn't go our way this year, but, you know. <laughs> and then he comes with comments oh, like this. But yeah. anyways, right, this is my anyways, new favorite sorry, guy. Sorry. That, that's great. Now, Any- I, guys, I just I like to shout out to the listeners and the and the viewers and stuff, man. They're 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 everything to us. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, Chris, the floor is yours, bro. Let us know any future projects. You got a couple big ones yourself. So so go ahead with your plugs, bro. Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on. I see Jeff. I see Steven, I see Mo on the show. I'm like, I had to pop in talk to you guys so appreciate you guys for having me on um yeah like you said i got uh i got some some big shows this week i got one of the top international nba draft prospects coming on tomorrow still trying to figure out his last I was name i'm gonna ask if you know yeah, how to say his last name yet it's still i didn't have time to but tomorrow i'm gonna have all day before the show at 5 30 to figure it out i will perfect it by 5 30 when showtime starts so um first name is friends i know that you know um so he's one of the top he had a really good season this year. He's really climbing up. I've seen him as high as end of the first round in the draft by people I respect, who I've had on the show before. So he, he's climbing up. He's had a really good season. You know, six foot ten kid that could really do a lot of stuff. You know, very unicornish what he can do with the ball. A little Poku Pokushevsky, you know, and okay. that took me a while to figure out last year. So you know, uh, that's that's tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. And then Kenny Anderson, former NBA All Star, Georgia Tech. Uh, you know, yellow jacket stand out you know new york city legend you know right here in queens stand you know, up on saturday one, one of the uh, greatest basketball shots of my lifetime it like it literally i can still see i can still see the crossover in the game <laughs> i think it was 1990 uh i still like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. resonates uh, came out in 1990 was the number two pick so i have him on you know saturday morning 10 30 you know he'll be on the show but excited about that really excited about that and uh, so, yeah, you can follow me off the ball pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all that good stuff. Um, obviously, go to off the ball network.com for all your sports needs, like Steve say. And, you know, like I said, Network Strong, we got, I got some more things that we might be, the more big things in, in store that, that could really be huge. So, you know, we, we got that, you know, you guys know about it. So I won't say anything yet, but it could be potentially some groundbreaking stuff for us so it's just every day something new just like pops up and it's like well like we got this opportunity this like it's really taken off with the network so uh some more cool stuff in the works um each day so i'm excited about this potential news because like i said it, it could be really really massive so excited about that and excited about everything so just like i said make sure to follow everyone here that you're that you're listening to um, we got a lot of great other stuff. Bunsen Bruises is on today too. Make sure to check out those guys. You know, we got a bunch of so much talent. I mean, we got Knicks fan wild, and we added that show to the network. I mean, they bring the flavor to 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 the network. You know, uh, we got so many shows. You know, um, that uh, that you guys just go off the board network. Everything's there. 
you know, the Hoopers. I mean, this goes on and on of the guys, you know. We, we got our Colin Coward, you know, with Stewart, you know, shout She's out to him. Man. Graduation, you know, congratulations on that. So many other talent we got on the network. Um, so, yeah, just check out offnetwork.com, man. A lot of great things coming. Yeah, 100%. And y'all know where to find me at Upper Flames Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Mo underscore Cheese 15 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, go to offtheballnetwork.com for all your sports needs and entertainment. If you guys love these guys right here, there's more like them on the network. We have articles. Uh, NBA draft season is coming around, so we're going to have, you know, player rankings. Be, be on the lookout. Chris and Steven, they're, I know they're going to take that head on. Draft season is their season. Be honest, draft season is probably a big part of why the network is where it's at right now. Um, what, seven, eight months in? you actually be surprised. That's why we went so hard. I pressed on the NFL draft. Just for the simple fact, I've seen what the NBA draft did for the network. And that's shout out to Chris, even, and uh, the other Chris, Chris Bolton, who hit that head on for the network, went crazy. And that's why we have some of the plugs that we have today. And like Chris said, we can't say much, can't say much at all. But the only thing I can say is we know who's been following us. We appreciate all the followers that have been around us day one. But stay tuned. There's going to be huge news coming, whether it's from a, one of our podcasts, one of our articles, something individually. But we have a big opportunity as a network that we might tackle. You know, the plan is to tackle head on and it could be groundbreaking and it could be something that everybody is going to be able who's been following us from day one. Whether you if you listen to me through Jeff or you listen to Steven because he was on my show or you listen to me because I was on Steven's show. I appreciate any and everybody, but we might have some gr groundbreaking news that's just going to change the game. That's all I'm going to say is we have an opportunity game. as a network to break the game right here. So just stay tuned for when we make that announcement, when things come into fruition. Things, things might go up in flames. Things mm. might go up in flames when we break the game Jeff off the ball told. network. So know. just like make a, sure. Like a, Jeff, and we have Jeff. And we have Jeff. That's that's all that matters. We have Jeff. Jeff won't need help anymore. Things are gonna go up in flames when we break the game at Off the Ball Network, and Jeff will not need help anymore. He will not need it. He will have to change his name. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in on the live. Anybody who's listening on the audio. Anybody who's watching on YouTube. And on that note, Up in Flames is out.